BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. <laughs> this is Straight Up with Stassi. Uh, Dracaris, bitches. I just found out <laughs> that Andy Dorfman watches Game of Thrones. Yeah, I tried to be Mother of Dragons for Halloween. And my friends were like, you can't do blonde hair. Uh, yes, you can. Mm, it was pretty bad. Yes, you can. If Amelia Clark can, you can. I don't look like her, believe it or not. <laughs> um, well, you're really pretty. So I just feel like anyone who's really pretty can ha- like carry <sighs> off any hair color. She's my hero. Like, you know how we all have kind of those yes. hashtag spirit animals? She's mine. I love her. Okay. So I'm going to say tell you two things. First, if you would ever listen to my podcast, you would know that she's mine too. I love her. My listeners are Khaleesi's. We're a Khaleesi community. I love it. Okay. She's badass. Second thing I'll say, because we're in a public place, just make sure to speak up and keep the microphone to your (laughs) mouth. You're loud as fuck, so be loud as fuck. Is this so funny that we're drinking wine in a public place and... With our headphones on. Okay, my my favorite times that I podcast are when I do them in public places. I love it. I specifically love when, like, the waiter or the manager will come up to me and be like, oh, and I'll wait for that. You know your reality yeah. TV girl <laughs> when you hear the helicopter <laughs> yeah. and audio doesn't have to tell you to stop. Yeah, you just <laughs> stop. And we all sit and just look at each other and then go back into it. And now they've passed. Yes. <laughs> Um, no, I love when like somebody comes up and they're like, excuse me, like, do you have a right to do this here? And I'm like, I'm, I'm literally just recording a podcast. Like it's no big deal, but like it freaks people out. I did it in Soho house one time. Oh, I bet they threw a fit. They did, but they still let me do it. Really? Yeah. I can't even get in Soho house. Well, I mean, I'm not a member of Soho house. Yeah, I tried. I'm not a member. I had a friend. (laughs) Um, apparently, uh, I put author as my occupation because I thought I was an author and I, uh, was deceptive in that answer. So I did Wait, not get it. <laughs> hold on. This yeah. is, I'm going to ask you a few things because, so I've known that they don't want reality people. Right. Okay. So I'm like, well, I'm going to apply and I'm going to lead with podcaster. There you go. But no, because if you wrote author and they said it was deceptive. Exactly. Then the same thing would happen to me. Yeah. So I applied twice to New York and finally I was like, how come I'm not getting in? And I asked one of my friends, like, 
well, you know, one of my friends is on the board. And basically she said it was pretty deceptive that you were an author instead of like they know who you are, just be a reality TV. And I'm like, but I am kind of an author. Yeah, that's something that, yes. <laughs> Let me, that's a great way to introduce you right now. Okay, ladies and gents, uh, welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. I like to start my show mid-conversation. Love it. Because it just gives me more ideas. <laughs> um, I have Andy Dorfman. She was my favorite bachelorette to watch because she doesn't take any shit and she's so authentic and real and puts everything out on the table. It's like you know what to expect from her. And she's also now a New York Times best-selling author. And she just came out with her second book, Single State of Mind. You're like Carrie nailed Bradshaw. It. You nailed it. You're like Carrie Bradshaw. In Without the Closet. How you have did good clothes. Can we curse on here by the way? No. Oh yes, I curse. Okay, good. You. I was just say, how the fuck did she afford those clothes? Um, didn't she have like rent control? She wrote a column once a month. Yeah. I don't really care what rent control. Like, how does she even afford shoes, let alone rent? She only wrote it once a month. Yeah. I was under the impression it was probably like once a week. Mm, anyways, was it for the New Yorker? What was it for? I don't even remember. But I'm like, I yeah, I. So I am not the Carrie Bradshaw. She was probably doing <laughs> Fit <Unfortunately>. posts right. <laughs> on the side. Before we even had Instagram or Fit T. Yes. <laughs> you know, it was like Fit T ads. She wrote for them. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah. But, you know, this is, do you know how cool it is to be able to say that you're a New York Times bestselling author? It is pretty cool. Like, that, I would just lead with that wherever I went. Like, when I'm I introduce myself to people, it, but it's I would, pretty cool. It is really really cool I'm so weird though like people ask me like I don't I'm still in, I don't know if like you feel this way but I'm still in that phase where people ask what you do and you like don't yeah, really know, know how to, to, I never know what to say I, I, sometimes I say I'm in the entertainment industry and then I'm like but I don't do porn right I'm so awkward someone will ask yeah. me what I do and I'm like oh I'm a writer and they're like what do you write I'm like books they're like what, what kind of books, books myself <laughs> I'm like oh they're like chick flicks they're I'm like they're not very good and they're like oh have we seen and I'm I'm so awkward. I don't know. Like, my friend finally, I listened to her. She's a housewife. And I was like, Kelly, what do you do when, like, people say, what do you do? She's like, well, I tell them on Wednesdays I do Pilates, on Fridays I do yoga, and on Sundays I shop. That's funny until they say, yeah, but what do you really do? And she's like, on Wednesdays I do Pilates, on Fridays I do yoga, and on Sundays I shop. Oh, like. It's kind of a great answer. It is, but you have to, like, really commit to it. Yeah. I would crumble. I would crumble. I and would then crumble. someone told me to just say porn. Like when someone asks what you <laughs> See, do. I specifically say, but not porn. But if someone, like if you're sitting next to someone on the airplane and they say, what do you do for a living? And you say oh, porn, so they're never going to say anything else. Um, or they're not going to stop talking. <laughs> I guess it depends if it's that, a guy or a girl. Yeah, that is going to go in one direction or the other one. There's no middle <laughs> ground like, adjust with that. That could, that, that could go horribly wrong. It could be the worst flight of my life. That's true. Or the best. Or the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm so awkward with it. But it is cool. Like sometimes I do pause and I'm like, okay, it's pretty cool. Like you go on both book tours and shit yeah like yeah. what goes on in a book what goes on in a book book tour um i mean we do like book signings so i'll like show up at the barnes and noble the local barnes and nobles or wherever it is do you have and, to like, give a speech 
sometimes we do like a Q and A, but there's like a line and you sit there at a table and like these people come up and you sign your own book and it's like so weird and surreal. And I try and like be friendly and they're like, keep it moving, keep it moving. You know, like everyone that's running the event, they're like, you can't do this for an hour. I'm like, why not? <laughs> yeah, I would feel like I would want to give as much of my time as I possibly right. can. Especially because people are actually buying your book. So yeah. they're like, not just fans, but they're like providing your income. Well, I still feel like fans provide my income because they're watching me. Right. They're turning right. on their television and choosing to watch. Totally. So I want to sit there for like 10 minutes and talk to them and know their whole life story. And everyone's like, keep it moving. Yeah. But they're fun. It's cool. It's really cool. So what's the coolest place that you went to for a book, a book, a book signing or book? Cool as in like just a cool city or, or like the, the best. Do you know what? Like what is like something that sticks out where you had that moment when you were like, oh my fucking gosh, like this is my life? Ah, uh, oh, good question. Um, probably Good Morning America. So like the, cool. yeah, the, I mean, and we, we did Good Morning America with the Bachelorette and Bachelor. Like every, after you got off, you'd go on the show. But, but to it do was just it on like, your own volition is, yeah. is so, that's different. Yeah. It was so like inundated with Bachelor, Bachelorette stuff that you just felt like your name wasn't even on there. You just like felt your like your cattle. Yeah. You just felt like your title underneath was the Bachelorette. Um, and so the first book when we got Good Morning America and like my family came and it was just, they hadn't gotten to like see all of that when I was doing the show. Um, so it was cool. It was really cool to watch like my dad and my mom like, backstage at Good Morning America and my mom is the funniest like even this last time um, Michael Strahan did the interview and I know him a little bit just from interviews and he's like super warm and lovely and afterwards he's like oh I gotta go say hi to my mom to mom and uh, he gave my mom like two kisses on the cheek because he's so friendly my mom didn't stop talking about the fact that Michael Strahan gave her a kiss for three weeks oh that's so cute (laughs) and she'd be like in the hallway and like Hugh Grant passes she's like hey Hugh good luck oh like mom you know you don't know him right she's like I do now (laughs) I want to meet your mom. She sounds like a really good time. Oh, she's a great time. She, we call, her name's Patty, and we call her Prom Queen Patty. That's a really she's cute freaking prom queen. Huh. Yeah. And they're still in Georgia. They're still in Georgia. But, yeah, I mean, it was cool to, like, bring them up from Georgia and just, like, you know, you're already on the set of Good Morning America, and then, like, you see your parents, and, like, it's just cool. It was a cool moment. Isn't it so weird, like, what has come from just, like, entering a, a dating show? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's how I feel, like... How, how like I just started working as a rush as a server at a restaurant and then all of a sudden here we are like you just went on a dating show I just was a server at a restaurant crazy and now you're a New York Times best-selling author and and now you're famous and now I'm I'm pretty well known I I have a podcast I'm sitting here at La Piazza at the Grove shout out they have the best. This, this is my favorite drink in LA. Is it? What is it, by the way? It's called the Saint Suzanne. What's in it? It's like vodka, prosecco. Oh, damn! Helicopter. Oh shit! Strawberry puree. It's a good time. You're strong. It's. I told you. I can. You can put it down. I can handle my shit. Wait, you're Louisiana, aren't I'm you? From New Orleans. That's what it is. You know, I went to LSU. Yes, you were in um, FIMU. Yeah, because my. My best friend from... Do you know who Sheena Menina is? Yes. She is my yeah. best friend from home. Yeah. And that she is... She was a, a year younger than me then. Because you're a year... I'm, one or two. I'm 29. Shit. How old are you? Uh, 30 for a little bit. <laughs> a few more days. Oh, it's your birthday? <laughs> Not till April. <laughs> That's soon. I know. <laughs> okay, so you're just, what, a year or two. Whatever. Yeah. I'm excited to turn 30. 30 is great. I just feel like I, my life's going to start. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one of those people, though. Maybe it's the New York in me, that, like living in New York, no one knows anyone's age. So I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, my God, I'm 30. And like, 
no, it's I didn't care. Well, I know people's ages, but I don't care or think about them. And I'm excited yeah. to be able to say, I want to be asked, how old are you? And I say 30. Yeah, 30 is great. It feels like I feel more powerful just saying it right now. Womanly. I do, yes. Yeah. It is. I do feel like more yeah. of a woman being like, I'm, this will be my time. I'm 30. And then... And then you'll blink and you'll be 31. <laughs> and then I'll blink and like my body's going to look totally different. Yeah. This uh, stuff doesn't sit the same way. <laughs> I know. One of my friends cursed me. They said, when you turn 25, shit's going to start moving. And I'm like, no. And they're like, yeah, you think you can sit around and eat your fucking pizza and ranch and drink your no. beer all day when you hit 25. And it was almost like she put a hex on me because it was like on my birthday, turn 25, everything changed. That's how I felt at 30. Literally, I turned cool. 30 and all of a sudden, it was like, just like that. I could not eat what I wanted to. Stuff does not shed off as fast. <laughs> it goes on just as quick, but doesn't come off just as quick. Like, it's it's weird. It's weird. But there is great. We well talk about Welcome. taxes <laughs> or world hunger right now. This is so depressing. So you're telling no, me that I'm going to go 30 is amazing. If you've already hit it at 25, you're good. That's what I'm talking about. I'm just myself. saying, like, shit just doesn't sit the same way. Right. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to practice, like, my handstands every night. And so I, I just, like, <laughs> gravity won't completely take, a, like, a hold. It'll be so used to, like... You're just going to sleep upside down. Sleep upside down for at least, like, 20 <laughs> minutes. You know? That's probably why... We are making 30 sound terrible. We're, it's really great. Well, sometimes you are, I go in you're 30. You're the only Sometimes one. I go in these clubs, though, like, in New York, and I see the 22 and 23-year-olds, and I'm like, fuck me. You know what? When I go out and I see all these young chicks, yeah, how do they all have Kim Kardashian bodies? Like how? Wait, I what's, think what's the, going on? I think there's a um, the butt injections are the thing right now. And what, how how are their waists the size of my neck? So I think they take the fat from their waist and put it into their butt. And how do they all afford this? Ah, that's I do not know the answer to that because uh, growing up we didn't look like that. Same. And it's not like Same. all of a sudden. Things changed. Do you know what I mean? And like, do they film the prices right here? Yeah, they do. You're fu- shut up. Yeah. I keep seeing these people with these t-shirts, and I'm like, I feel you like just thought that there just happened to be like a bunch of random people with prices right t-shirts on. Well, they don't have. Pr- Sorry to interrupt. They but have they their don't. names. They're they're. They have name tags on. Well, I just keep seeing people passing in shirts that look like the prices right, and I. See? Th- that last couple yeah. sold it. This is why I love doing pod- uh, my podcast oh in my. a public place. There's so much to like, so much to draw inspiration from. A couple just passed us in Price is Right shirts. Now I know that you really love Price is Right. Uh, I kind of make sure to stay home between 11 and 12. Are you serious? Yeah. I think I've maybe seen like one episode of it's Price pretty is Right. It's pretty amazing. So if you had to rank your like top five favorite shows, rank them. Well, you already know my first. Are you going to go with Game of Thrones or are you going to go with The Housewives? Oh, good. Real Housewives trumps everything. Okay, so Housewives of Beverly Hills, you said. Yeah, I mean, okay, here's the thing. I like OC because they're the original. I, I could literally that. talk for an hour about this, by the way. You by can sh- like punch me as soon as you're done hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Beverly Hills because like they actually have like ridiculous stuff. And I just like... And watching them pack Gucci's into their pink Bentley, it's just over the top. You should see Lisa's closet and Lisa's house. It's, I can't it's, imagine. It's 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 insane. Yeah, there's there's a certain like envy that I like about that show. Uh, New York, I don't love. Is it because you're too close to it? Because New York is my favorite. Honestly, I feel. Maybe that's what it is, and maybe I'm like that's not a cool place, and I'm trying to like make it look cool. 
like a restaurant. Like, do you oh. watch Beverly Hills and you're like, that's not a cool restaurant? Or do they I just go to really cool? I watch my own show and I say, that's not a cool restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I get a call time and it's like in Silver Lake, I'm like, are you fucking kidding? You're are like, they going to send a cool. driver? Right. Like, do you know how far? That's so far. I'm yeah. like, I'm never in Silver Lake. Like, no, no, nothing wrong with Silver Lake. It's just like, I don't like to go far. Like, when my friends move to Santa Monica or Venice, you or the never west see side, them again. No, I see my New York friends more than I see my friends that live on the west side. What just, is the deal with that? It's Nobody. Too much traffic, and it's like, you just got to commit the whole day or night. But, like, why don't you just go when there's no traffic? Like, three o'clock, or I guess there's just always traffic. There's just something about being far that, like, makes me just I like to swoop in swoop out I do the Irish exit a lot yeah I love a good Irish I don't, exit I don't like feeling like I'm trapped and like when I have to go someplace far you're fucking trapped it's so funny LA is so much like that like I have friends that live Upper West Side and like I'll be like downtown like everyone goes wherever in New York I mean obviously it's well, smaller but like yeah but it still takes 20 or 30 minutes but like no one thinks anything of it maybe because you can drink and then just cab home because no one drives well we Uber so you won't go to, like, Venice for the night and Uber back at, like, 10 or 11? There has to be a damn good reason. It's so funny. It's <laughs> so like that. For me to go. And it's, again, it's nothing against Right. Venice All your friends live Silver around Lake you. Or Los, most of my friends. Got it. We Most of us live within, like, a mile of each other. If I move here, where should I move? West Hollywood. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I might need your help. Oh, I would love to. I love looking for places. It's so much fun. Um, I'm thinking about it. And I've lived in every single area of L.A., so I know what is what. I totally think you should be by coastal I mean... Just Airbnb. Right? It's the like, hills are lame, aren't they? Hollywood no, Hills? Not at all. Oh, really? So I could, I could... Someone told me the other day that it's like lame to move to L.A. and move to the hills. Whoever that is just can't afford that. Got it. Uh, No, it would be goals for me to move to the Okay, I'm going to need to talk to you about this. Yeah. I mean, there are some douchey things in the hills, but like... Oh, there's douchey things everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. So, no. I would totes be on board with you moving to the hills. Done. Especially if it was the West Hollywood Hills. Okay, see, that's why I need you. Yeah, like... Tell me these little... That would be really fun. Got it. All right, this will happen. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to ask you about how you deal with criticism. Because not only have you do a bachelor people, I'm sure, have to deal with it. Yeah. Times a million. But then you just put yourself out there with with two books. Yeah. And I mean, you really, like, you put yourself out there. And that really is, like, I really do want to, like, really props to you. And I, I think that you're so... Like, you're the type of person I like to have as a friend. Like, okay. someone that doesn't care about... I do care, though. We ca- Everyone yeah. cares to a certain extent. Yeah. But you're willing to say, this is who I am. And all these... Embar- like, whether the stories are embarrassing or not. Yeah. Like, people are going to take them one way or the other. Someone's going to, you know, take the story of you flying to see a dude and, like, 
get a hookup and think one thing about it and then right. somebody else is going to think another thing. Right. I personally, it makes me relate to it because I have a lot of friends that are right now telling me that they are doing the same thing and I'm just living vicariously through it. <laughs> I mean, good. You're totally right. And like, you get this, like people, as soon as you expose yourself, people are going to have an opinion. And here's the thing. It's like, you can't expect people not to have an opinion. Like you are going on a reality TV show or you're writing books and people are buying them. Like they kind of get the right to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned to deal with it and I've had like a rough go at it because at first when I first got off the show I would like read everything and every negative comment I'd be like crying and all this stuff and then it was weird I was in New York and one day I like there was this one blog or like a forum whatever it is and they would just like shit talk everyone it was terrible and of course I'd always read it and there was one day it was like a Saturday I'd woken up and I looked at this blog and it was like I'd had a great night with my girlfriends like an amazing Friday night out and people were like talking shit who have never met me by the way just like they take everything you do and just pretend like you're the worst person ever and I looked at the timestamp, and it was like 11.50 on a Friday and I was like am I really gonna let this person that's at home typing on their computer about a stranger at 11.50 on a Friday ruin my life and that moment on I was like I'm never gonna look at it again and then I started to see like on Instagram like the comments and you know it it gets better over time I will say like people just don't care as much (laughs) your following decreases but so did the number of negative comments Um, but I just started like realizing that the more I responded to negative comments I was actually like being super offensive to people that were nice because people would say like congrats or I love the book or like you know positive things and instead of responding to, to them, them I was responding, responding to, the, to the to the asshole yeah and it's like wait why does the asshole get the attention yeah so I just kind of decided like I was like I'm done I'm not gonna respond to the negative I mean I'll block them I'll delete them I don't really care um and the other thing is I kind of have always had to remain steady so you know how like sometimes you'll get messages that are terrible and people will be assholes but then you'll get the messages with people that are like super positive and want advice and you know say that you're an inspiration and all this stuff I love those messages but like I have to kind of remain steady and like I can't buy into them you can't buy into the highs well, yeah, and you can't you, buy into yeah, the lows if you buy into the negative ones you then you have to buy or if you buy into the positive ones then you have it right you can't just choose pick and choose right which ones def- define you exactly I guess yeah so like you can't you can't have it all so you can't have all the positives and then not be able to take the negatives. So I think I've just kind of find found a way to know that the positives are there and still like appreciate them. I'm not ignoring them, but like you can't buy into it. Yeah. Don't buy into the hype. Was there ever a moment where like you had a full blown breakdown? Yeah. Like actually. in your time? Yes. I, during my season, um, there was a guy that I had sent home and like a month later he died on the show. Remember that? I remember that. Yeah. And that week when it aired, um, people literally were going to town on me. They were calling me a murderer. They were saying that if I hadn't sent him home, he wouldn't have died because he'd still be on the show. And I had a full blown breakdown. Wait, that's fucking crazy. Crazy. No, that's next level. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, but people were like, if you hadn't sent him, if you had not sent him home when you did, he could still be alive. Oh my god, I don't know how I would handle. Yeah, that. it was bad. It was bad. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't think I was going that dark, well, did you? Shit. I mean, I right? remember just recently we did this thing on Vanderpump Rules where all the girls got together and and like did this little. Ma- spell 
we were wasted. <laughs> I love it. And you're like, we thought we were all witches. Like, we did a spell on Jack so that he could, like, feel the pain that, like, Brittany felt or whatever. And then I got messages from people because his dad died a few months ago. Yeah. And I got messages from people being like, it's because of y'all's spell. And I'm like, give me a fucking break. Are yeah. you out of your damn yeah. mind? People are out of their damn mind. Like, that it... It should, you shouldn't even mind. be allowed to like say shit. I like know, that. right? People are out of their damn mind. It's crazy. You you know it. You get it. I know. I just I love talking to other people that yeah. like get that have to deal with like people that are just like say the shittiest things because that never once have I ever felt so moved by a human being or anything that I felt the need to go and write. Right on something about them or that, to them. That's what I don't understand either. Is like. I don't know what it would take for me to, like, talk shit on someone's wall. I, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. It's crazy. Because I, I, I've I noticed that, like, people will, like, with your, like, book reviews and everything, mm-hmm. people will be like, but sh- she's just focusing on, like, her appearance and the superficial and just another glass of wine and going shopping. She's a drunk. Yeah. Like, yeah. This isn't a self-help book. Right. This isn't right. a... This is... And there is nothing... I say this on my podcast all the time. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with focusing on those things. That's what makes you happy. You know right. what makes me happy? Having a lot of shoes. Yeah. You know what makes me happy? Having a St. Suzanne here at the yep. Grove. Yep. And dreaming about it. There's nothing wrong with that. No. And just because we like those things, it doesn't mean that we're like not good people or we're not trying to work on ourselves in our own ways, yeah. which is I, I appreciate the fact that you're willing to talk about all that basic bitch shit. Yeah, like, it comes with the in territory. Your, in your and books. here's the thing is like if you can't handle like that, then you you got to get out fast. You got to get thick skin real fast in this world. And like if you it's almost like the dishing and taking, you know, if you can't take it, don't dish it. But like it comes with the territory. And like I get to do a lot of shit that I have no business doing, like going on trips that's and a, writing yeah. books. And like if that's the thing that I have to deal with be, as a result of that, then I just got to take it. I do a lot of shit that I have no business doing. So do I. Like Sitting here having a radio right. show. Who the fuck? Like, who do I? Who do I think I am? Like, like I'm some authority on, on anything, at all. Do you ever get when like people that actually have like talent? Not that you don't talent. You have talent. I'm sure. <laughs> I have zero no, talent. We, so I'm saying from people with talent will be like, oh my god, we love this show. And I'm like, you know that we don't have talent, right? <laughs> That's how I feel like when celebrities are like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like Jennifer Lawrence. Why do you why? Why? Like, Why do you like it? <laughs> we're we we're no one to like. Like we're not. None of us are, are people like, to like. I can't sing. They, I can't act. I can't dance. I can hardly even fucking add. Like I can't do anything. I have no talent. Okay, I <laughs> am gonna say this, and I actually it might sound douchey, but I believe that that with good reality people there is this specific talent of of being able to open yourself up and and show who you are with the conviction in an entertaining way like yeah how hard is that most people are quiet most people don't want true to. most true. people are or they're private and, and that's granted, true I, I like to be private too which sounds ridiculous but i do and i get shy sometimes but like when the camera's there you gotta fucking turn i have to that's just true. get out of my shell and turn it on do and you like being on camera I don't even think about it anymore. I hate it. 
oh, I never hated it. I hate like getting mic'd up and doing B-roll and like be. I don't feel like comfortable on camera. B-roll is annoying. The worst. Okay, I'd imagine for you because the B-roll of The Bachelor is the fucking worst. It's like stop making them swing on a swing and look out into and ponder out into the ocean. That I would actually like probably not. Like if I had tried to be on The Bachelor, yeah, I specifically would have been cut because I'm like I'm not doing that. It's the worst. And here's the thing. Everyone thinks like, oh, my God, these amazing destinations. And they are. But you get there and you immediately have to do B-roll, which is like for anyone that doesn't know. I mean, I learned this when I first got there, of course. It's like basically you just staring out into the ocean and they're like, ponder. And you're like, how do I But ponder? I have too much and Botox. How are you even going to tell? Like, what <laughs> the fuck is happening? And so instead of enjoying these cities, you're doing B-roll. The worst, too, is when they make you like wake up from bed. <laughs> you can say this. I can't. I'm still, I'm still, Why? I'm still employed. Bye. Oh. <laughs> Literally, they will make you look like you just woke up from bed and like grab the empty mug and walk outside. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is so bad. At least you have like your hair and makeup and done and all that shit. Ish. Do you do your own hair and makeup on The Bachelor? So when you're one of 27 or whatever it's it impossible. is you, have to do, you do your own and then when you're the lead you get it done and what if you get a makeup artist that you don't like they have the same one they've had the same one for 16 years but she would have to know everyone's face so she's just that great at doing anyone well, she only does the lead so it's like only if you're the bachelorette not if you're a contestant yeah but what your face is different from caitlin's who's different right from... i mean i guess makeup artists are supposed to know i don't know oh my god i'm so particular like i normally if I'm given the option to get a makeup artist, I still say no. I do now. I don't trust anyone. I'm just like, I know how to do my face at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah. give me touch-ups and that's fine. Yep. But but at that point, I mean, I had come from a courthouse. Like, I had no idea how to do my own makeup. <laughs> so I don't remember you ever looking like you had bad makeup. I, mean, I, I would totally just, tell you. It's really? one of my favorite things to call I out. would be fine with it, too. I think there were a few times. I love our makeup artists, but there were a few times where I'm like, eh, I didn't look so great. <laughs> There's probably me more so than the makeup artist, though. You're so tired on that show. That's the other thing that people don't realize. Yeah. How much Adderall do y'all have to take? <sighs> Not enough. That is like, I, I. You're so tired. I am blown away when I look at like the way the sun is moving on your show. Yeah. That's how I'm 20 hour days. I'm like, wait a second. The sun is like this right now. The set like that. That's. That blows my mind. The first night alone, the very first, like, quote-unquote rose ceremony at the house goes till 7 or 8 in the morning. You start at 7 p.m. That's... <laughs> and then, okay. Okay, so what do you get to do after that? Just sleep the whole day? You go back to the hotel. Yeah, you sleep that day, and then the next day you move into the house. So you have the whole next day and night to, like, chill the fuck out? Yeah, kind of. And yeah. do you get to, like, go hang out with people? No, you're, like, sequestered. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was like when I was on The Amazing Race. They would sequester us. Wait, you were on The Amazing Race? I was a teenager, and I was wannabe gothic, and it was during my unfortunate stage in Wait. life. You know, we all go through our awkward stages. Yeah. That was it. It's my dream to be on The Amazing Race. It's my dream to actually go back on The Amazing Race. Did you like it? Um, yeah. I mean, Wait, I was 16. They had a family edition. That I was going to say, what was the, the theme? They had a family edition. Got it. I loved I mean, I'm competitive. Yeah. Uh, I love directions. I love like. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I love directions. I do. I love like finding stuff. I just and, love like, winning. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, I would do it with you. You'd be a good partner, actually. It would be really fun. You'd be a good partner. Hey, um, is that CBS? Are y'all listening? Yeah. I mean, I'm free and clear. Listen. <laughs> I can I can I'll delete my blank I'll, schedule next month. I'll make myself free and clear. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> do it. Let me just look at my blank schedule next month. Yeah, I'm free. <laughs> Wait, okay. So what is like a normal day for you? Um, oh, it depends. I mean, if I'm writing, it's like I'm weird. I'm nocturnal. So I literally, I mean, I've tried to go to sleep at like 10 p.m. and it doesn't work. So I write at night. So I'll write from like 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Whoa. Yeah. I'm weird. You know what? That is how... I am when I work. Yeah. Not as extreme. Yeah. Like if I saw 6 p.m. If I see like 4 a.m. Like reach my phone. Like that is. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. But during the day. I can't get shit done. My. I just like. My decision making skills during the day are terrible. I get decision fatigue. I just feel like I'm not creative. No. I'm creative at night. As soon as I like try to go to bed. I'm like shit. Now I'm creative. Oh, when I have, like, some wine and, like, a little bit of a Xanax, it's, yeah. like, my eyes are, like, open to, like, so many ideas. <laughs> Especially on an airplane. Wait, that's why I write half my book. It's the best. The airplane. It's the best. Wait, you don't even have a ghostwriter? No, girl. Are you joking? No, neither of them. I did I did all of them. I handwrite, too. I handwrite as well yeah. when I write things. Yeah. I don't I don't use And I computer. see your little notebook. I love it. I have a million notebooks at Me home. Me too. I don't like. I love it. Ty- I don't like typing. I don't like any of that shit. Yeah, no, no ghostwriter. What? I thought for sure when I did my first book, I thought for sure I'd get a ghostwriter. My agent was like, uh, no. I was like, how, how do I write a book? <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Andy, I am like hardcore... Both of them, no ghostwriter. You can always, I mean, you can see, obviously, on the cover, it says, like, with so-and-so, but, like... No, well, I didn't know if, like, sometimes I think some, a ghostwriter actually will be, like, a ghost, and you can't put their name I on it. I do think sometimes they are. I don't know. I think there's, like, some legalities with it, so, like, or maybe it's just the ghostwriters that, like, require their name be on the cover. Um, but you can always tell now when it says, like, with so-and-so, that means it was, like, written I know by that. someone else. <laughs> but... Yeah, I think most of them, they have to be on the cover. No, I kind of wish. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I'm like really blown away right now. You know what it is? It's like, I mean, anyone, really anyone could write a book. If you can like write a paragraph, it takes a long time, of course. But it's like stringing together. And I learned this with the second one more so than the first. The first I kind of just like spewed out my journal entries. And I will say it was like very disorganized. And the second one I wanted it to be like more of stories and flow together I had to like learn what like a narrative arc is and like you know beginning middle and end that you I learn in grammar major. school I so you BA get it in English. oh so you could write a book in a second um I don't have the uh the 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 drive to okay. like force myself Fair. to sit down and when I know someone else can do something do it better got it do you know what I mean? Got it. A hundred. I, I want to be a part of the process and I want to write on my own and hand it over and be like, make it better. Got it. But see, part of the fun is making it better. Part of the fun is like taking a step back and looking at it and being like, all right, how can I make this better? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I love it. Like I do. I didn't know that I would love it. And like, of course, you know, you do bachelor, you do bachelorette, you come off with like followers and all these opportunities. People are like, oh, you should do this. You should do that. And I tried a million things, of course. Really? And then, yeah, I feel like I did. I feel like you were totally consistent. Like, I, I feel like I would have noticed if it looked like you were just, like, trying to just put your 
Maybe I failed that badly that they didn't even make it to social media. Tell me what you were trying to do. I'm saying like I did, I dabbled a little like in TV. Like if I wanted, I mean, I didn't really get very far. But if I wanted to like host, I mean, I talked about this in the book. I went on a casting call and it was like a joke for hosting. I'm like, I'm not cut out for this. I couldn't even read a teleprompter. Like it was terrible. Um, You know, and then like I had people like do the DIY fashion stuff. None of it panned out. So I feel like I finally found something where I'm like, wow, I actually really like doing this. Yeah. Like, I I love it. Yeah, and you're so great at it. Oh, thanks. Really, I didn't know that you didn't have a ghostwriter. Like, you should be so proud of yourself. Thanks. Yeah, all of it, like... I mean, I have an editor, of course, that, like... Well, yeah. Yeah, and, like, You're not just going to fucking (laughs) just type some shit up, send it in, and then have them fucking print it out. Fortunately for everyone, it's not going from my hand to their, like, books. (laughs) Do you have any ideas about your next one? Yeah. Can you yeah. tell me or is that something that you, that writers keep to themselves? No. Um, I, what could I say? There will be a next one. I'm doing a next one for sure. Um, it's funny because so the first one obviously was like the breakup. The second one was being single. And I kind of am like, all right, where do I go right now with the third one? And so I'm journaling it all and I'm trying to figure out like what the fuck I'm doing with my life basically. Yeah. And I think that'll be the third one. So I, I don't know. Really I don't like actually know where it will be, what the setting will be. I have no idea what the actual story of the third one is going to be. <laughs> but wait, but that that's amazing. So it'll just yeah. all like organically happen. Yeah. Hopefully it all flows together and just like one after another. If someone told me I could write books for the rest of my life, I'd be like, where do I sign? I'm pretty sure you can do that. Yeah. But like, can I make money? <laughs> can I live a life writing books for the rest of my life? I'd be like, tell me where to sign. I feel like that is so doable for you. Yeah, if you can get if you can continue getting book deals, Listen, you're just gonna need to keep Instagram storying. Right. You need to keep tweeting. I'm gonna need to keep going on dates with terrible guys. You just need to keep <laughs> yeah that. I can't keep putting yourself out there. Are you on a dating app? No. So I did. Um, yeah, I read that. I know. No, I'm not. So now nothing. Nothing. Are you on? Oh no, you're not. Well, I'm in a relationship now. Yeah, but even before, did you that, do the dating apps ever? Uh, last year. I did um, Raya, and yeah. I got kicked off twice. Wait, why? Raya has a stick up their ass, and I'm here to say it again. Did I don't you, like you, Raya. Why did you get kicked off? Because I talked about it on my podcast. <laughs> They're so Who exclusive cares? with their fucking 22-year-old Instagram <laughs> hoe models. Really? Like, like it's, I've seen everyone who's on Raya. It's not Wait, that. Do you ever go on to the girls, like on any dating app? Like, you know how you can switch it to girls, from guys to girls? Sometimes I go and, like, check out the competition. Well, you assume well, I was on I, it. If I was still a welcome at Raya, I would do that right now. But mm. Nothing makes you feel shittier than checking out your dating app competition. They're, <laughs> they're young. Yeah. Yeah. And pretty. It's a, it's a thing. But that shit's not real. I know. What are they going to talk like, What are you, like, it blows... Fuck that. <laughs> if you ever want to feel bad about yourself for go the moment, check out the, go, go check, check out your competition out. on whatever dating app you are on. You know on. what? The next time <laughs> one of my friends, they're like, uh, they're feeling a little too confident. Yep. I'm just going to be like. There you go. That's exactly. Why don't you look at this? Right. Why don't you go ahead and scroll through and see what the next option is. Feeling confident now? Right. This is me. We should do that with guys. here to pull you back down. We need to start doing that with guys You're right. You know what? You're right. I'm going to do that to my boyfriend. I'm going to be like, mm, you're Anytime seeming he gets a little fussy, too cocky right now. Be like, look what else is out there. Yeah, I'm going to be like, swipe, swipe. You swipe. should just be like, I want to hand this to you for five minutes just to show you what else is out there. It's a really good idea. Why have it's we honestly, not done this honestly, before? It's funny. 
Oh my God. I'm like starting to, I'm going to sign up for everything right now. You should put that in your book. This is a great idea, actually. You're welcome. I'll let you have it. Thank you. Will you do it with me, though? <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I write, like, can I write? I swear I won't get a ghostwriter for it. Can I write, like, a paragraph? Yes. Done. Like, like Done. a letter. Done. I'll make it fucking funny. Done. I should just do excerpts. You should let people do that. I feel like someone did that, though. Someone did it. We'll see. We'll see. There's book three. We'll see. Is there like um, a literary like world where like now like, you know how like with reality stars like, oh I just said your star reality people <laughs> that like, like I've I've said before and I've talked about this on my podcast yeah. and you and I were just talking about it a second ago. Um, there are a lot of bachelor people that aren't very nice to me. I know I hate there to are hear a lot that. that are that are nice yeah. to me, but it's it's like one extreme to uh, to the next. Yeah. It really is. Is it's. So it's like this weird rea- reality world. Is there like a literary world where like people are? No, oh, authors she, well, are like weird and not social and like they're not. It's not like that. Well, what about authors that are in your the same genre as you? I've never met. I don't know any of them. Let's think of like reality people that have books. Brandy Glanville. Have you ever met? I've her? never met her. All right. Who else has a book? Teresa Giudice. It's a cookbook, though, right? I've never <laughs> met her. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, who else has a fucking book? Are are y'all the only ones? No, there's got to be a ton more. You know, like where's Sonia's microwave of it? Yeah, it's just, there's not as big of a crossover though. There's not as big like we don't overlap as much. So like Teresa Judice, of course I know her because I'm Real Housewives obsessed. But like she's like five kids and like cooks Italian food in Jersey like I don't never cross paths that bitch could <laughs> fuck someone up I'm I'm sorry oh, but I feel like if yeah, she, she knew could. that you had if, if she knew that you had a book that would rival hers in any way she would the claws would come you out you think I think so she's got it going on though she's she's not hurting I mean she just got out of prison yeah but like she's so. made something of herself since <laughs> no she totally has but like you know she could have been easier <laughs> like she could have not had to live in I've prison I've had some relationships that felt like prison so <laughs> every single one of my past relationships right. felt like prison does do you know that it freaks me out that like I think back on like what is wrong with me like so many like I was talking to my current boyfriend about this he's like yeah he's had some bad relationships but for the most part he's yeah. like no like they were they were good and I'm like what does that mean then why'd you break up like all of mine were bad yeah. which is why we broke yeah. up like so what did he say why did he break up I mean, normal reasons I guess like, right like, like we grew lists, apart lists <laughs> things that like I'm like well, what all I know is that like I fought and threw like fucking salt and pepper shakers at the wall like I like, oh I would not get in a fight with you by the way I feel like you can throw down um physically not necessarily not, you're not like psycho just like in a I feel like you because I you, feel weak <laughs> no 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 you're not psycho I feel like you could you can hold your own I can be mean you can hold your own if it's, it's not mean if it's, it's like if someone crosses you hell have fury on their ass or crosses of. one of my friends yeah too. yeah 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 I could see I it. I feel like I have more. Uh, it gives me more. That's not a bad thing. To like, don't let anyone tell you that's like psycho or bad. That's a good thing. I mean, like if someone like spills ketchup on the couch, like don't go crazy on them. But like if someone, yeah, if someone, like, I have an IKEA couch. <laughs> <laughs> if someone, yeah, fucks with your friend, yeah, then yeah. it's like the gloves fucking come off. Yeah, you. It's just being loyal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you're my kind of girl. I'd be terrified of you though. I don't 
don't think you would. Yes, I would. You were a lawyer. So I could get myself out of a couple crimes, but like you could still kick my ass. I normally verbally, <laughs> I use like, I verbally assault people. So nice. that's what lawyers are good at. Yes. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. You know, you, you're picking are up what I'm Are we hitting the town down. tonight or what? <laughs> hey, listen. I mean. I'm down to go out. Like what? I just had a serene vacation in Big Sur. Have you ever been to Big Wait, Sur? I keep, why do I keep hearing about Big Sur? Mm. Is it, like, recently popular? There was a uh, rock slide that happened a year ago that no one told me about. Yeah, I didn't hear that part. So that's the only thing that I could... So, But meaning it it cut... I feel like everyone's going there right now. I don't know why. I mean, I had a great time. You're the 10th person literally this week that's told me about Big Sur. Really? Where is it even? It's six, six hours north. Okay. On the coast. So the whole point was to like drive the coast up. Nice. And we get to this place. Like, I mean, we're like five hours in. Yeah. And all of a sudden we see a sign that says, it's like a flashing light saying, no, like dead end, no detour. So I'm like, hmm, sorry, what? Like, what? We're like an hour and a half away. We turn around and go back to the nearest gas station and the guy, like, there's, like, not a lot out there. We ran out of gas and had to rely on the kindness of strangers, okay? Oh, but they were probably so sweet. They were very sweet. Yeah. But turns out that rock slide that happened a year ago has still fucked up the Highway 1. I don't know why no one warned me about this. So we had to backtrack four hours. No. By the time we got there, it was, like, 9 o'clock at night and we just, I'm like, I have nothing to say to you anymore. And so what did you do there, though? I'll have another. May I have another one? <laughs> I think he's telling me to wrap it up. Amazing. Because <laughs> I think the server's telling me to wrap it up. Oh, well, we did 45 minutes. And you're like, can I have another? <laughs> yeah. So the server just told me to wrap it up. And I Wait, just was said, Big Sur good, though? It was so much fun. If you want to be in beautiful nature. Okay. And ex- expect that. Like that. I loved it. It was fantastic. It just it took a lot to get there. You can't Got just it. like go Got s- it. hop over to a bar. It's not like that. It's like you're kind of secluded wherever you choose to stay. I think I'll probably pass for now. <laughs> right now. Based on that. Maybe just wait till, you know. <laughs> There's a flight. <laughs> yes. Actually, that's what me and Bo said. We were like, um, we'll go when we can fly. When there's there. a direct nonstop yeah. there. <laughs> okay. Andy, think, since we're being... I'm pretty sure he just told me to wrap up. He's like back inside right now, though. Uh, Thank you so much. Okay, everyone needs to go out and get this fucking book because if you're anything like me or like Andy and you relate to us, then you're just going to want to fucking read it. And it's an easy read. It's it's like super easy. I'll do it in like a day or two. Yeah. Um, uh, Please pimp everything out right now. Um, Single state of mind on shelves now. Super easy read. You'll enjoy it. You don't have to be single to enjoy it. Um, It's for everyone. Moms, dads, not really. Brothers, not really. Sisters, yes. Friends, anything you want. Um, Yeah, go read it. Enjoy it. And follow Andy at, is it just Andy Dorfman? Yeah, you know, I think it's Andy Dorfman. I don't know. It's something, but just go. I think look it's like up. an underscore on Instagram. Un- something like, annoying that yeah. like I have to like go to my keyboard and like. It's pretty annoying. Yeah, just someone stole my name though. I don't have it. That sucks. I, I would have reached out to them. I did. That sucks. They told me 10k for it, and I was like, I don't that have that kind of money. Same thing happened to me. All right. <laughs> like, I don't know who you think I am, but I don't have ten thousand. Are we in trouble? 
Oh, I thought you were telling me to wrap it up. It's okay. We are wrapping it up. As we bring another. As we bring another. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I love you. I adore you. Oh, thanks for having me. This is awesome. You're a cool awesome. fucking chick. Awesome. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, wait. Love that you play zombie apocalypse apocalypse game. I just have to let me end Do on that. You? Yes. I used to play this all I the time. It. I still play I it. I love it. I want everyone right now. This is what Andy grew up with, what your sister yep. playing. Um, who would you want to take if there was a zom- zombie ap- apocalypse? Yep. Who would be on your team? And who would be? A- is there anyone that maybe like is well known that like listeners would want to hear? Let's say someone from The Bachelor. <sighs> okay, or if celebrity. I like, if I had to pick, if you someone, had to, we pick should do if I had from, to pick someone from The Bachelor. Um, oh wow, Girl or boy. wow. Um, I'm almost like you. I'm thinking, do I want to be entertained or do I want to survive? Shit. I'd probably pick Chris Harrison just because wow, he would answer. bring a, his cellar of wine if he knew he was going to die. And I would at least drink great wine before my death. Okay, so you're thinking fun, not survival. Yeah, I'm thinking not, yeah, not survival. Okay. <laughs> Fun. I really like that answer. Buzzed fun. Like, just go out with some great wine flowing through your system. Who would you pick? I would pick Kristen Doty. Okay. Because it would be a mixture of both. That bitch can drink. And she's one of those types that, like, has to figure everything out to the point where I get embarrassed. Like, when I fly with her, I'm so embarrassed. Why? She's, like, getting out her Delta Amex and, like, getting on the phone and, like, getting. She knows how to, like, get shit. And I'm like, everyone has a Delta Amex. Like, it means nothing. Wait, but that's a good combo, though. Reason she gets shit handled. She could like run a small village. Village. Great answer, actually. So she, I'd have fun, and I'd be like, I'm gonna sit back and I'll let you do all the work. Let you do it because you like it. <laughs> I love it. I love that you know that game. I love it. Me too. All right, now for realsies. Bye.